Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. So we're back again, and we're still in Monterey, and we're actually going to speak with another person today. I'm so really happy to exi- um, and excited to be here today. Um, so here we go. Let's just get started. Um, hi, how are you doing? Introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Mike Fitzgerald. I'm the <laughs> facility management director here at Monterey. Perfect. Um, and I'm excited to talk to you about my career with NAVFAC because yes. it's been very good to me. And, Good. Uh, and I started at a very uh, entry level at, within NAFAC. Yeah. Uh, 1995, I started as a pipe fitter helper at the then Public Works Center, Pearl Harbor, for the utilities department. Um, never thought I would be in Monterey. <laughs> never thought I'd even work for NAFAC because I didn't even know what NAFAC was right. at the time. But um, I showed up for work the first day after a long series of applying um, for those of you who have made it into NAVFAC, you know the application process is arduous, and you're, <laughs> you know it seems like a career unto itself. But yeah, you know, um, if it's of any benefit to you, it, it it's the same for everyone. You know, it's not they didn't pick on you. You know, we all have the same treatment in mm-hmm. the application process. But you started your career, so great, good. You know? <laughs> and my dad would tell me, you know, the hardest part about a job is just showing up. And I I would admit, as a pipe fitter helper, you're job was tight. It mm-hmm. was tough. Um, right. You know, I like to describe it as a shovel operator. Basically, <laughs> you were given a shovel and a lot of stuff to move and uh, wrenches to clean and buckets to carry and you name it, hoses to roll up. Whatever it was, you did it. Wow. And um, so I bounced around the shop, got to know the guys in the shop, got to know, you know, what was expected of me and uh, eventually got a chance to um, train to be a mechanic. And uh, this was an internal uh, NAVFAC uh, process where they would take us WG-5s and they would put us through a series of six-month rotations. Right. And um, and then you would get to become a WG-8. And eventually, <laughs> if, you, if you were good at that, you could maybe transition to a WG-10. So it was... It was a good step in my career. It allowed me to make more money than I ever had. Um, and I was learning things, and I was excited to go to work. And the guys I worked with were good guys who really cared about each other, and you felt like you really fit in. So I enjoyed working for the utilities department. Good, good. Um, I will say that um, <laughs> before coming in, I had gotten a degree in um, geography from the University of Hawaii. Nice. And uh, I had had uh, a specialty in what they called field mapping. So I was a geography major. Okay. And we would go out into the forest and uh, we would uh, pull string and shoot a transit and we would map trails and we'd map where the interesting plants were and where animals went and where things were spotted. And uh, we did that to you know, hone our mapping skills. And I thought I would never really uh, use that again because <laughs> you know, there, just were, there, wasn't, was, there was no work in it. And um, 
one day I'm out there in the field and one of the civil engineers was talking with my crew chief and he was like, you know, we're going to digitize these water maps and we need somebody who knows how to map stuff. <laughs> and he goes, hey, go. <laughs> hey, Fitzgerald, you used to do mapping, eh? Yeah. And I said, yes, sir, I used, to, I used to map. Why don't you go work with Paul? So Paul, the civil engineer, and me, the field hand, would mm-hmm. get together about twice a week, and he was teaching me how to use the GIS tools. And uh, so I would show him how to use the field tool, tools to go map stuff, and he would put it into the GIS program, and we started building a, a uh, what's called a comprehensive map of the water system. Wow, okay. And so I'm like, wow, I'm getting to use my, my uh, education <laughs> you know, for the first time after about three or four years at, of getting out of school. And um, what that did for me is it introduced me to the people in the office. So Good. I got to know the, the other engineers and the bosses and the ladies who ran the production controlling department. And they started to, they started to interact with me you know, differently than they had in the past. Good. And that helped open doors for you know, work leader position, mm-hmm. supervisor. I started to, uh, you know, apply and get selected for these jobs. Wow. And, um, this is all in Hawaii, correct? All, all That's how Hawaii. you started. Yep. And, all, and all how long Hawaii. have you been working with NAFAC? 27 years. Woo. All right. <laughs> so so, so uh-huh. just about every three to five years, somebody mm-hmm. would say, you know, we think you should apply for a job open a door and I was kind of apprehensive because that job looked hard <laughs> but you know you, you take a chance you apply you do your best and and if you get selected you know they saw something in you that you didn't quite see and wow and you mm-hmm. just go for it and you learn and they help you and they mentor you and and uh, before long you you have this body of knowledge that you know can only be achieved through experience right. you can't read about it you know, it's a big organization. Mm-hmm. It's full of little idiosyncrasies and, and policies and procedures you could never imagine right. unless you had to actually deal with them day to day and make sense of them. So so here I was. I like that. <laughs> here I was, found myself as the uh, wa- water plant foreman for the for Pearl Public Works Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. And we were transitioning at that time to what they call the matrix organization, which is now what we now know as a NAVFAC. So business lines and support lines and right. product line coordinator, coordinators versus uh, business line team leaders. You know, what's the difference? Who does what? How do we do this? What is the, who does the resourcing? Who does the work? What does the ops chain look like? All this stuff started <laughs> to happen right about the time I was in the supervisory role. And, uh, you know, big sea change. But, you know, our then CEO at uh, NAVFAC Hawaii passed out a... Um, a book called Who Moved My Cheese? Mm-hmm. It was basically <laughs> all about change. And I read right. the book and it uh-huh. really changed my life because like, you know what? The only thing constant is change. And you just got to go with it. You right. just have to accept it for what it is. You get 20 minutes to grouse about it, but then you move on. You, you know, you get ah. your 20 minutes. You get like, you know, I'm going to complain for 20 minutes. Come people, people go, all right, go, go, go. But then after that, it's over, you know? And, and uh, so we, we, we accepted matrix organization and we're still kind of in it right a little bit modification here and there but you know here we are today Um, so how did you end up in Monterey and how was that work experience like so so Monterey so I'm in the utilities department and Mm -hmm. uh, utilities department was very good to me great mentors people taught me a lot about not only my job but how to think about 
life in general, and um, and I'm really appreciative to them. Unfortunately, some of them are not with us anymore, but mm-hmm. you know that's life too. Um, and I got married, mm-hmm. and um, my wife at the time um, sa- said, "You know, we need we need to go to the West Coast. That's where the opportunity is." <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, being a Hawaii boy, I was like, yeah. why, "Why do you want to go to the West Coast?" You know? <laughs> I mean, Hawaii is the best. She goes, "Well, let me show you." So mm-hmm. we would take trips, and um, you know, I found out that there's a lot of great places in this world. Good. And guess what? NAFAC is there. Yep, we're there. (laughs) Everywhere you go, all Uh the good spots, you've got a Navy base or you've got some, you know, Navy interest that NAFAC Mm -hmm. is somehow involved in. Exactly. So I started to think, well, you know, this is actually something I could do. So um, Mm -hmm. I started applying and it was about a year, almost a two-year process before I was offered a job here at Monterey. And it it was a downgrade. Mm -hmm. I was going to come in as a facility or requirements branch head. Okay. And it was a step back. But one of my mentors early in my career said, it's okay to take a step backwards sometimes. Right. Because when they promote you, they'll have to promote you to a higher step on the, the grade you previously held. That's right. Yep. And I thought, <laughs> I ne- never thought I'd actually use that piece of advice. But here I was faced with that opportunity. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take James's advice on this one. I'm going to take a step back mm-hmm. in the chance that I can get promoted in the in this new location and I'll then jump forward in my career. There you, know you go. Strategy, <laughs> strategy, strategy, right? That's how you get ahead in life. So um, so there I was coming into Monterey. It was an encumbered position. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, had a ter- time limit, but like my first position, the term position, you know, y- y- there's no guarantees. But if I figured if they like what you do, I like who you are. Right. Figure out a way to keep you around. There you go. <laughs> and and that's what that's what happened here in Monterey. So I made the transition from the utilities department to facilities, and um, I've learned a lot since then. But I've been able to apply NAVFAC principles, um, NAVFAC tools, uh, NAVFAC know-how, mm-hmm. you know, across the board. And and because of the background I got in in the two business lines, I can be very useful to my command and others kind of make sense of things when, Good. They, when they interact and where the dividing line is and things along those natures. So Specifically, how long have you been in Monterey? So about 10 years now. 10 years? Yeah. Nice. So <coughs> it's, it's a nice, you know, it's hard to believe it's been 10 years. You know, <laughs> it's like, wow, that's just about as long as I spent at Pearl in any um, uh-huh. influ- influential position. So Good. It's, uh, it's been a, a good ride, I could Say and, Good. And, and of course, more change, right? So no more working capital fund, mm-hmm. general fund, um, you know, working for the facilities department is much different. You know, I found out really quickly that we're not, ta- we're not taking care of buildings, we're taking care of people. Mm-hmm. Without the people in the buildings, the buildings don't really have a life and, you know, they don't need any care and feeding. It's the people in the building that mm-hmm. bring life into the facility. And so. Oh, wow. I like so that. <laughs> it's much different than a, than a, um, utility department which delivers um, a, a commodity in a known uh, quality and a known quantity mm-hmm. you know people are from many different walks of life and, and, and require a different uh, skill set to take care of okay and so that's that's been good growth for me in 
I see that because you've been with NAFEC for 27 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, you know, like along with that, as far as being here in Monterey, what are some of the interesting projects or experiences that you've had here? Well, we um, we did a whole hotel renovation mm-hmm. um, a couple of years after I was here. And um, for me, that was very fascinating because the hotel we have on campus is is considered historically significant. So the the old architecture and the old finishes and the old look and feel of the hotel mm-hmm. is very important. We had to maintain that. And so balancing modern techniques with the desires of the historic preservation people um, was very challenging. Mm, okay. And, um, and so that, that stands out as a very important project. And we're now facing... Um, prospect of renovating the school which is also considered historically significant so we've kind of like leveraging what we learned to kind of work that process right right so that's been kind of fun um you know that it doesn't happen you know we don't have a lot of gray stuff here there's no planes there's no ships there's Mm -hmm. magazines (laughs) but there's researchers and working with the researchers is really fascinating because Research, by its definition, takes up no space in the beginning. It's okay. just an idea. Just an idea. And you're talking to people. And you're talking a lot, you're, right? You're, you're yeah. talking <laughs> a lot to them about what they need, and they really don't uh-huh. need anything. It's just an idea. And then they get colleagues to get on board with them. And the next thing you know, this idea needs stuff. It needs power. It needs water. It needs a room. It needs ventilation, whatever it needs. So it starts to occupy space. And it, very quickly, if it's a good idea and a good research project, mm-hmm really occupies space and fast. And so um, having to be very nimble and agile and figuring out how to anticipate those needs has been the biggest challenge here um, with, with uh, the school that we okay. support. Because right. they're, they're engaged in ideas. Okay. And a lot of the <laughs> rules that we have written for how we manage facilities are, are directed toward the operational Navy, which has... Um, known uh, space requirements and known uh, uh, security requirements and other things. So the the fact that the researchers don't really know what they need in the beginning, but they adapt to it as they learn things makes our job just as challenging to Mm -hmm. adapt to them. And that's that's been uh, the interesting part here. Um, But just being in Monterey and the closeness of all the groups, so whether you're the the customer, whether you're the environmental department, whether you're the command, we're all within walking steps of each other. We Good. all visit each other. We all know each other. Um, there's a real closeness here that I hadn't experienced at Pearl Harbor, which I'm <laughs> grateful for. Good. So I just walk down the hall. I talk to the deputy. I walk <laughs> across the campus. I talk to the CO. Right. You know, and they're very welcoming, and um, you, know, you don't have to get on somebody's schedule, really. Um, you know, it's courteous, too, but you don't have you know, so, being the facilities, you know, director in this, what do you have any um, opportunities that are open now or in the near future? Um, you know, you are mentioning these uh, projects that you've worked on or, you know, are still working on. Do you know of anything that would be exciting for our audience to know about? Well, um, yeah, <laughs> if we get, if we get a, if we get the approval to renovate the school, I'll definitely need some uh, mm-hmm. engineering and planning help. So right. uh, any of those of you who want to live up in 
Monterey. You know, it's a good locality for you. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> um, you know, come and <laughs> put in your application. We'll be, we'll be hiring. Um, but also the challenge, I think, for me now in my stage of my career is finding folks that mm -hmm. will um, move up and understand where we're headed now and hopefully carry on. And, you know, they're going to, of course, put their own spin on where it's headed and things are going to change. But mm -hmm. having them capable and ready to do that is really where my focus is right now. You know, future projects that I'm planning, I probably won't see, you know, the shovel in the ground. Mm -hmm. But somebody who's working with us will. And right. So, you know, identifying talent, making sure that they they understand their role as it exists now, but the role they could play in the future is really important right. to me, um, you know, kind of describing that. So um, I make it a big part of my time when I'm in the office and I get to meet with folks um, to explain to them how NAFAC has been good to me. Good. And it can be very good to them if they if they put in the time, come to work, apply themselves. They will learn what they need to to do anything they want in the command. It's not that hard. You just have to um, show up. And I'm going to use my three things here. Show up, shut up, and go home. There you <laughs> go. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. You just, and there's a lot, of, a lot of depth to those three sayings. Mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, showing up. Most people can't even get to work. I mean, really, I mean, really getting to work with the mindset of working. I not love just that. Not just walking through the gate, but walking through the gate with your mind clear and ready to work. Right. That's what showing up is. Um, shutting up is not just staying quiet. Mm -hmm. It's knowing when to speak mm -hmm. and when in, wow. knowing when to listen. So, you know, a lot of people have a lot of ideas, but right. most of those ideas are better kept to themselves. Um, there will be forums for that, and sometimes it's more powerful to just listen to what others have to say. Right. And so that's that part. And, and, and then go home means um, have a life outside of... Mm -hmm. NAFAC. If you're not taking care of your life outside of NAFAC, you're really not fully capable of working for NAFAC mm, because wow. your life outside comes through the gate with you. Mm -hmm. It dominates your time at work. It distracts you from what you're doing. And if you're in the, in the blue collar world, you can get hurt right? because your mind is not on what you're doing. And if you're not in the blue collar world, you're just not giving it your all your task at hand because you're distracted by a phone call or a text or whatever is keeping you from focusing on your duty. So, yeah, it's pretty glib to say show up, shut up, and go home, but it, there's a lot to it. Right, and, and you just explained it right there. Yeah, because yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, there's just so much that, that you need to do to balance your work and your life to be successful at every part of your life. Right. Um, you know, you spend, you know, nominally eight hours at work. You probably should sleep eight hours a day. <laughs> you know, that leaves eight hours for yourself. So let's just say half of your life is spent at work. You know, you want that to be a pleasurable experience, just right. like your time away from uh, work should be pleasurable. But if you're not, if your time away from work is not pleasurable, I, I guarantee your time at work is not pleasurable either. Right. So it, you've got to apply yourself and you've got to take, be an active participant in all your parts of your life you to enjoy it and if you do so you know your career may be long but it'll be joyous mm -hmm. and it'll be rewarding and uh, that's the belief that i hold and i mm -hmm. share with others who are willing to listen right 
And you, you know, you you stand the test of time with this 27 years in NAFAC Southwest and you've moved up and created opportunities for yourself. And, you know, yeah. for you to share your knowledge in that, I feel that is like a, very good for our audience to hear. Um, you know, coming, I, I was speaking to you off cam for this, like, you know, just two years in this position and always wanted to, you know, be in the government and this opportunity arose. And so far it's, it's, it's been great. You know, um, the people here being at NAFAC learning, um, especially for me, brand new to government, you know, just learning the different departments and getting to speak to people in the different areas has been a great opportunity for me just, just to learn about everything. So, you know, I, I love and I resonate with what you just said. So that's really good that you said that. <laughs> it's, um, it's someday I'm, I may put some of this to paper. It just basically <laughs> bounces around in my head. So I'm glad you're Good. capturing it on tape. Oh, it's, for it's, sure. It's the first sure. time it's ever been captured <laughs> at anything more than just somebody's ear. Yeah, ears. great. So it's uh, an interest, interesting progression. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so, you know, as we come to an end here, is there any last words that you want to say to our audience? I mean, you said some really good stuff. <laughs> no, I, I would just say that, um, you know, that you should live your life in, with um, full focus on the stage in life that you're currently in. Mm -hmm. You should not worry about what's coming next or what you did in the past. Mm -hmm. You should apply yourself fully to what's in front of you now. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, you were a f much different person 10 years ago. <laughs> and guaranteed you're going to be a much different person 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. So if you don't apply yourself to the current life you're living, you're missing out on that opportunity because you're never going to get it again. Right. So take every day, day by day, make the most of every day, and you'll find that the future will be there for you. <laughs> and you can make the most of it then. Being too focused on what's going to happen mm -hmm have regrets of what did happen mm -hmm. does not serve you now and that can be um, that can be very limiting for anyone um, so that would be my advice is to you know focus on who you are right now right now make the most of mm -hmm. your opportunities as they present themselves right now and you'll find that they will lead to more opportunities and a more full person because you will have fulfilled that role in your life at that stage in your life when it was necessary. So Good. Great. That, that would be my advice to people. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us here today. I, you know, I really appreciate learning about your, your, your um, pathway here at NAFAC and you said some really wonderful things that will, I know for sure resonate with our audience. So I appreciate it. All right. Thanks we'll talk again, to you then. Man. Take care. I, well, I'm Asme. Uh, I've been, I was born and raised here. Nice. Um, I graduated high school at 17, and yeah. a month and a half later, I mm -hmm. shipped off, went to the Navy. Yeah? Oh, wow. Okay. So military. Yeah. As well. Yeah, we spoke to a few people. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to be a firefighter since I was like 10 years old. So mm -hmm. that was like my goal, Yeah. a firefighter in the Navy. Gotcha. Um, so I went into uh, a job that kind of. Mm -hmm. Got me into firefighting. Um, nice. The first part, how I guess we would put it, is like a valet airplanes okay. around the flight deck. 
Interesting. I did that uh, for a little bit, and then I went into crash to salvage, which is aircraft firefighting on the ship. Okay. And this is in your your military yes. background. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. So I did, um, I was on the ship for six years. Okay. And then I did two years um, on a base okay. as, a, as a firefighter also. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Um, how long were you in the military for? Eight years. Eight years? Gotcha. And how long have you been here with NAFAC? A year and a half. A year and a half. Okay, so roughly started and whatnot. Great deal. Um, so what do you do here? Um, I'm a maintenance mechanic helper. <laughs> okay. How did you end up here in uh, Monterey, actually? It was weird, actually. Um, when I got a call for this position, I applied for a boiler position. Okay. A boiler tech. Where did you see that at? Um, on Indeed, I think it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I applied for that, and then I get a phone call from our last branch head, and he's like, you know, I don't yeah. know if this is right for you, but I have a job for you. But, you yeah. know, let me call you in a week. And he oh, called great. me for a week and he called me for this position. Yeah. Yeah. And I told him, yeah, I'll take it. You know, mm-hmm. why not? Something yeah. different. And I didn't really like what I was doing at my last job. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. So it was a good opportunity? Yeah, it was good. I learned mm-hmm. a lot in the mm-hmm. year and a half, a whole lot, actually. Yeah. Okay. Good. good. Okay. Um, so kind of describe your job. Like, wh- what is it that... Um, what does that entail? You know, I know you said you help out with the guys and whatnot, kind of there with them. Yeah. So um, before that, before I started learning anything, yeah, um, yeah. I'd follow the guys everywhere. Like you right. Name it plumbing, um, electrical. Yeah. Learning the trade, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Every nice. trade. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like so far? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I wanted to do welding. Um, yeah. So last Last year, yeah. we were cleaning out the boilers. It was me and a couple of guys. There's a handful of us. Yeah. And we were cleaning out the boilers, and one of the guys was like, oh, um, you wanted to weld for a little bit. We took a little break, and they're like, you want to weld to see you know, if you could weld or not. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed really? it. Really? Yeah. Um, and so I asked my supervisor about you know, going welding. and um, Things went, happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I wasn't going to take no for an answer. So. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used my VA loan and my, yeah. Yeah, my schooling and... I went to welding school. I enjoyed it. I wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just kind of like learned the learned the trade yeah. for sure. Did what it took to yeah. you know continue on with the job, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Great deal. Yeah. Are there in, any interesting projects that you think you're working on or will be in the near future? Uh, my first project here was to set up a. I think it was a backup generator. I don't yeah. know. And it was <laughs> a huge thing. It's like the biggest thing that we have going on. Yeah. Um. So I don't. Whatever they throw at me, I'll, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a, a really good mindset. Um, we spoke to someone, just a, uh, Vicky Tabor, um, and she was just saying, you know, being autonomous. So really just kind of like being able to kind of work on your own or just like learn the trade. Um, some of the, our past interviews have also said the same thing. It's just they created an opportunity or they, they're a go-getter. And I, can, I sense that about you, what you're saying. You're like, you want to learn the trade. You want to get out there and learn. And, you know, that's perfect for an FAC. Yeah. Well, uh, and mm-hmm. the biggest thing about the, the, the trades, well, the whole shop is that you need to know what you not really want, well, not really like already know, but more like um, like what you want to do. What do you right. want? What is going to make you happy? Right. It's not like, oh, here's a job, here's a trade, you're going to do it. It's more like 
I'll try it out. And then if I, that doesn't work and I'm not happy with that, I'll switch to something different. Right. And NAFAC creates that opportunity yes. for you, right? Yes, They're like, they okay, do. well, like, let's see how you're doing here and whatnot. So yes. that's really great. Yeah. yeah. It seems to be working out well for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Um, you know, what would you say is like the benefits as, for, as far as you working here um, personally f- to you? Um, personally, I would never, I will never need to call someone to come to my house to fix anything yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'll just do it myself yeah Yeah. that is so great because um you know like right here folks like (laughs) we are hiring for things like that nature doesn't matter who you are what what you do as long as you're like a ready willing person um and you can do the trade here we go (laughs) right definitely um that's that's a really good benefit here that NAFEC kind of um, gives to you guys, yeah. to everyone, rather. <laughs> um, is there any last words that you kind of want to say to our audience as far as, you know, working for NAFEC in general? Not really. They're very lenient with schedules. I really like that about them because, yeah. well, uh, most of us are parents. Mm-hmm. Right. They work with you. They're super family-oriented. Good, good. A good uh, work-life balance, yeah. right? Yeah, I've heard that a lot today. You guys are really good at that yeah. <laughs> here at Monterey. I love it. That's great. Um, just w- one more thing. Um, as far as your background goes, like, you know, coming into this, like, do you see yourself staying with NAFAC um, for, for a long time? Yeah, I really yeah. do. Um, yeah. I like learning new stuff. And even if, like, yeah. you do learn a whole lot of one thing, mm-hmm. best believe there's something else that you do not know about. Yeah, and then and just want to keep learning. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much, May. I appreciate it, you being here with us and talking to us and telling us your opportunities. Right, no problem. My name is Jose Velasquez. I've been here six years, Good. and I'm a maintenance mechanic. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yes. So, uh, How did you come about this position? Uh, I worked in uh, hospitality okay. uh, maintenance for like 10 years. And, okay. And then uh, this came up yeah. through, you know, word of mouth. And uh, yeah, it took me two years to get in, but I got yeah. in, and then I'm, I'm glad I'm here. And, uh, yeah, here good. Six years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it went by quick. It went by quick. Really quick. <laughs> yeah. Do you see yourself long term here? Yes. Yeah, sure. Good, sure. good. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did how did you find the position? Did, was it... Uh, just online. Yeah. USA jobs. USA jobs and yeah. just kind of saw it. Wow. Yeah, just tried a couple of times and mm-hmm. the second time I, I went through. So great deal. Yeah. Okay, good. And how long have you been at Monterey specifically? Uh, I've been in Monterey for about 32 years. So 32 I, I years. Oh, from, wow. I came from Mexico when I was about six. Yeah. yeah. And so you've just been in this area. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Since great I deal. Monterey County. Yeah. yeah. How, how is it living here in Monterey? Uh, it's nice, a beautiful area, but it's you know it's expensive to live here. Right, everyone yeah. says that. Yep, it's very expensive to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. But it's beautiful though here. It's beautiful. <laughs> if you can afford it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. tell us about your experiences here uh, working at NAFAC. Uh, Any projects and things well, of that nature? I do a little bit about everything. Uh, mainly work with steam, mm-hmm. uh, PMs. Um, have a couple of pipe fitters, Ramon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mainly steam projects. Okay, so steam projects. What is that? That's very interesting. Uh, well, this base is ran on steam. So, okay. Um, steam leaks, you know, uh-huh. pumps like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, kind of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mainly work on steam. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but a little bit of everything. A little main, bit of main everything. Main big projects is steam. This is steam. Gotcha. Anything that you're working on right now uh, um, or in the future? Leak. Steam leak right now. And oh. how long do those projects usually take to uh, wrap up or fix? Steam, it could be... I mean, a couple of days to a couple of weeks depends how big the project is. Ah, but this was like a couple of days. Yeah, you gotta shut off the steam, let it cool down, mm-hmm. get the part, and then 
fix it. So when you learned your trade, was it through school or did you um, just kind of like your background in general? Uh, my background maintenance, but the steam I had learned here. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. And how long did that take? Uh, I mean, I don't know, two, three years I've been working at steam. Yeah. So, oh, wow. And and specifically here for Monterey, yes, you said? steam, yes. Gotcha. The place I ever worked in steam. Uh, steam. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the benefits here working at NAFAC? Uh, well, the retirement. For you, the, yeah. For me, the retirement, the hours, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having weekends, holidays off because I'm a family guy. So family guy, yeah. I came from hospitality and I always mm-hmm. work weekends, nights, so. Right. That's the biggest thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's a good work-life balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, good, yeah, good. I mean, yeah. What would you say to our audience as far as working for NAFAC in general? In general, it's a good place to work for, for sure. Yeah. Happy, uh, and good benefits, retirement, yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody here. I, I'm happy here. Everybody treats me fair. Yeah, good, yeah. good. And the opportunities are good. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, good. How is it working with the people, um, uh, your leadership, or even just people that you work with in general? For me, I get along with everybody. Good. I don't have no issues with nobody. You yeah. Know, I'm a quiet guy. I come to work, do my yeah. work, and go home. and. Yeah, be with their family. Yeah, exactly. I don't come to work and stress out about work. Yeah, good. Go to work and go home. Yeah. All right, yeah. then. Okay, well, thank you, Jose, for being You're with welcome. us today. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash swcareers. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team and learn about all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.